The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. What is chronic illness and what are effective interventions that we can use to combat the ailments that come with the explosion, really, in the ageing population? Well, working on that problem is Dr Noel McCaffrey, founder and CEO of Exwell Medical. It's a social enterprise and Noel joins me in the studio. Noel, good morning and welcome. Thank you, Pat. Great to be here. You're the second dub I've had in the studio this week. I had Bernard Brogan. Uh, earlier in the week talking about his uh, new enterprise, uh, Pep Talk, and here you are. But you're a dub of yesteryear. I'm, I'm a dub uh, in, in terms of football of the last century. <laughs> um, you were you were uh, playing for Dublin in the 80s. Uh, you were an all-star, but no Sam? No Sam, no Sam. And I was saying to one of your team earlier that I'm one of those unique Dublin footballers who never beat me in the championship. I I remember all those repeats and replays and all the rest of it the Dublin Meath games Sean Boylan of course was in charge and uh, And great great friend great friend of mine too Uh, and of course uh, your your son Jack is keeping the flag flying and he has a few Sams to his name he does Jack passed me out within a year I think of starting playing with Dublin so he's left me behind a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. How are you predicting uh, the match tomorrow against Monaghan? Well interestingly my dad is a Monaghan man or was a Monaghan man. Oh, so, so you're torn loyalties. We're torn loyalties and all of our cousins are very very excited about this. I just am in awe of Monaghan and how they've managed to hang on and do so well and for such a small county and um, I suppose it's hard to see them um, overcoming Dublin but until Dublin are in the final, they're not in the final and Monaghan will have a fighting yeah. chance. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, being the underdog seems always to help in, yes. in Irish yes, sport, it doesn't does. it? It does, yeah. 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 All right, well, we'll park that and uh, <laughs> no doubt on Monday we'll be analysing Kerry Derry and uh, uh, Dublin Monaghan and uh, yeah. looking yeah. at what shape the final will uh, take. But we want to talk about um, chronic illnesses with you. Um, how do you define a chronic illness? So it's a really important point, uh, Pat, and I suppose the thing to say is that anybody listening today, you almost certainly either have a chronic illness, know somebody has a chronic illness, or know somebody who's caring for somebody with a chronic illness. And chronic illnesses, by definition, are illnesses which, A, are not contagious. So it's not COVID, it's not gastroenteritis, it's not TB that passes from person to person. Chronic illnesses are those illnesses like heart disease, diabetes, arthritis, MS, Parkinson's, chronic pain, liver disease, kidney disease. So they're not going to kill you tomorrow. They might kill you someday, but it's it's not. It's an ongoing thing you've got to cope with. It's an ongoing situation. And you've just touched on a very important point. Like the whole reason for the work that I do is to help people to have a happy, fulfilling life, notwithstanding having a long term illness, which affects 40% of the entire population, including children. It affects 80% of people over the age of 65 it's going to get a bigger problem, as you said, because of the ageing population. And the ripple effect into communities and families is grossly underappreciated. And that comes in terms of emotional investment, time, finance. And the, the this ripple effect of chronic illness into Irish community and also first world countries everywhere is enormous. It consumes a, almost the entire annual health spend of the Irish health budget. 
So it's a huge problem. Now, when you think of um, illnesses like diabetes, there's type 1, which is insulin dependent, and there's not much you can do about it except, uh, you know, behave well, eat well and so on, uh, get a bit of exercise, keep monitoring uh, your blood supply to your toes and all the rest of the things that might uh, impact if you don't manage your diabetes correctly. Then there's type 2, which really is a lifestyle illness. And actually, you can kind of reverse that. You can. And um, I suppose another important message here is that the biggest single intervention that you can undertake yourself that you can control for healthy ageing is exercise. It's cheap, it's fun and it works. We have all the evidence. And diabetes is one of those conditions type 2 where that certainly applies and you can reduce your need for medication. You can even come off insulin if you control um your lifestyle through predominantly exercise, but also healthy eating. Uh, So it definitely is the case that you can have a major impact on the amount of medication you need to use, but also just on how well you are, just on how well you are on a day-to-day basis, your quality of life, if you can find a way to become and stay physically active. Um, In terms of people like who have arthritis, you know, they say that the the knees, the joints, the whatever, are banjaxed. Mm. I mean, can you exercise with arthritis to kind of alleviate the pain? You absolutely can. And um, the business I run is called Expel Medical. It's a social enterprise that offers structured exercise programs to people with many, many different chronic illnesses. 65% of people attending our program have pain every day. It may not be why they're there. They may be there because of their heart disease, but they've had a bad knee from something in the past. And we get asked all the time, should I exercise if I have pain? And the answer is yes, because of those 65%, 90% of them will tell us that having started our program at least four weeks earlier, the pain has either not changed or it has got better. Because you know the way classically they say, if you've got pain, that's the body telling you something's wrong. Um, that's not the way modern medicine is approaching chronic pain. In fact, there's a change away from using medication and using injections towards perversely movement as a treatment of chronic pain and it works. Okay, movement itself. I remember yeah. when I had a knee operation years ago, uh, Ray Moran uh, did it for me, a thing called synovial chondromatosis, believe it or not. When I woke up, I was on a machine and the knee was going back and yeah. forward, back yeah. and forward, back and forward. You know. Well, you know what? You'll now find that when people wake up after their lung surgery or their heart surgery in most hospitals now, the first thing they see beside the bed is an exercise bike and they'll be invited to get on it. And there is this enhanced recovery approach is now taking foot and taking hold in all of medicine. It's really important. So so the, getting the body moving again uh, after a time when perforce it can't move, mm. you know, whether you've been very sick and uh, had pain and you couldn't move, then they kind of do what they have to do surgically and they get yeah. you back up. Well, that's true. And not only that, but interestingly, there's recent research to show that if you're getting ready for any operation, no matter what it is, If you exercise, no matter what the exercise you do, no matter how long you do it for, no matter what the surgery is, you have a reduced risk of pulmonary complications around surgery. That is pneumonia. Now, there's a very important message. And also evidence is emerging for the use of exercise in illnesses where it was never used before. And in fact, it was frowned upon or even contraindicated. One great example is a condition called pulmonary hypertension, a very dangerous condition where the blood pressure becomes elevated in the pulmonary circulation. And previously, exercise was contraindicated because the risk of sudden death uh, because of what's called right heart complications. And now 
there is evidence mounting that in this population, exercise is beneficial for quality mm. of life and also for the blood pressure. Now, people listening to this is this fellow's an ex-Dublin player. His son is the cracker for uh, the current Dubs team. He'll have us doing press-ups on the pavement. You know, he'll... What, how do you define exercise? Because okay. people might be terrified that yeah. you're going to have them jogging up and down the hills. Yeah. Well, okay. So the first point to make is that if you're if you're trying to start an exercise program or or if you're in one, there should be three elements to it, and those three are first of all aerobic exercise, which is good for your heart and lungs. And if you ask your heart and lungs to work a bit harder and you'll know they're working harder because you're a little breathless, they get stronger, not weaker. That's the first thing. The second thing is strength work, which is really, really important because if you lose your strength progressively over time, more pressure comes on your bones and joints. That's not great. It's particularly important for women who have less muscle mass than men in the first place. And the third type of exercise is balance, which is for core strength and it helps to prevent the risk of falling. Now, that's the general stuff. There are guidelines from the, the learned bodies around doing five half hour sessions a week. But the bottom line is, Pat, every little bit helps if you simply interrupt continuous sitting by standing up at the ad break in your radio show or a TV show, getting a glass of water, sitting down, doing that five or six times in a show. The effect you're having on your health is profound, not trivial. Really? And likewise, if the door, if the doorbell rings, if you answer it instead of somebody else, if you put the kettle yeah. on, if you walk up the stairs in the shopping centres and not the escalators and get yourself a little breathless deliberately, you are helping your health. Every little bit helps. But what particularly helps in the chronic illness context, because these people have stopped exercising either because they're afraid of it or they're afraid of getting breathless or they've been told to, what particularly helps as a structural element of exercise is group exercise because of the social bit that goes with yeah. that. The social interaction that goes with exercise redoubles the benefit. And it is so fantastic to see people rediscovering mobility, joy, hope, rebuilding their confidence and rekindling old friendships and making new friendships yeah. when they're in their 80s or 60s no matter what age they are. I remember uh, interviewing a geriatrician years ago uh, who said, you know, when they come across a sad case where someone is uh, pretty immobilised, undernourished, crocked, and they say, that's old age. And it turned, he said, no, no, it's not old age, it's neglect. Mm. You know, not exercising, uh, not feeding him or herself properly, not talking to the neighbours because they don't go out. And when they reversed all of those things, mm. the person... It's you new, know, became it's young again. It's a new person. And not only does the person blossom, but so does his or her family. Because to see the restoration of their family member to a former self or to a former strength is just so happy for these people. And that's often underappreciated. Now, how do people interact with Xwell? I mean, how so, does that system work? So XWELL uh, is a referral system. So we take referrals from all health professionals, including social prescribers, physios, community-based nutritionists, GPs, hospital teams, hospital nurses. We then invite people to attend an induction session with us where we explain the programme to them in full and we carry out baseline testing. And the baseline testing is very important, Pat, because it is the basis upon which we say the programme either works or it doesn't. So if you do testing... Very simple stuff of testing strength, aerobic fitness, flexibility, self-rated health by questionnaires and repeat that 
three months later, then you can hand on heart say the programme either works or it doesn't. And then they start our programme and we invite them to attend group sessions twice a week and they stay with us as long as they want. Okay, so you, you have to know what state they're in at the beginning in order to measure improvement or otherwise. Yes. Now, and but it is important to say that we don't turn anybody away from our programme. It's not a matter of can you attend, it's a matter of what can you do when you do attend. So we don't screen people for eligibility. We just measure their baseline status and repeat that measurement sometime later. And when we're talking to people about um, will they or won't they improve, we can summarise our research very simply. Everything we measure gets better, number one. All all, All of the parameters. Number two, they get better quickly within six weeks. Number three, the scale of the improvement is not 0.1%. It's not a trivial thing. It is of a scale that makes a meaningful impact to that person. And number four, possibly most importantly, the people who do the best relatively are those who start off the weakest. These are the very people who might not have the confidence to try the programme because they're the weakest. And we can hand and heart say, no matter what's wrong with you, no matter how long you've had it, no matter how severe it is, if you give this a go, you will improve. Now, w- what does it cost? It varies. Uh, we're a social enterprise, so the most we'd be charging would be a tenor a class in, in venues where we, do not, where we don't have funding. But we have a great support from the HSE in, in many of our venues and thereby the programme is free for three months to participants. After that, they may have to start contributing maybe a five or a class or something. And in other places, we may have partial funding. So they may pay a little bit from the start, but the most they would be paying to take part in, in the Expo programme would be a tenor class at the most. And that's a rarity, relatively speaking, across our... We're in 22 centres around the country. We're hosting nearly 3,000 visits mm. every week at this stage. But you have to get referrals, is that right? Yeah. So you, you can't advertise and say, join us at Exwell. You're depending on the medical professionals, the hospitals, the doctors and so on to refer to yeah. you. But And that's a deliberate um, positioning by us, Pat, because we want to be known as a medically supported service. And it's not that there's a doctor at every class because there isn't, but the medic runs the induction. The medic is the person who will communicate back to the referrer as necessary. The medic would support our delivery staff if questions arise. And we'll also interact with the participants themselves to offer advice, but we do not take over their care. Um, How many around the country? How many places where this is happening? 22 at the moment. Okay, big, 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 big stuff. Um, Some of the texts coming in, I go to a CrossFit gym in Clare Galway. I'm 51 years of age. The coach always says, pain is merely weakness leaving your body, which is a great mantra. Lots of fun, lots of pain says Hugh. Uh, please, please educate GPs to the fact that active life should go on until death. I'm sick of being told nothing can be done. It's your age. And I'm 67, says Anne. Um, could the experts suggest exercise for strength and balance that could be done at home? Yes, that's a really good point. Now, if we were to single out the single most important exercise to do at home for anybody listening, it is called the sit to stand. It's that simple. You sit on a kitchen chair. Yeah. And you just fold your arms across your chest and you stand up straight to the count of two. Up, two, down, two. If you have difficulty standing up like that with your hands across your chest, hold on to the chair or hold on to the table. But eventually you will leave the table alone. You leave the table alone. But in terms of both balance and strength, it is recognised as one of the most valuable exercises to be done at home. Very simple. Very, and very simple. And as well as that, the message at home, as I said earlier, is every little bit you can do, you mightn't regard it as exercise, yeah. 
But it is. Once it's fizzled out, the gardening, um, walking to Mass instead yeah. of driving, walking up the stairs in the shops, all of that counts as exercise. Uh, some of the texts coming in. I'm on an Exwell programme in Nace post-cancer surgery. It's a fantastic resource, twice weekly, and it's free for me. It's been great for fatigue, for mental health. Highly recommended. That's from Gina. I'm currently attending an Exwell course in Coolock. Brilliant. I love it. I have a chronic illness I'm th- uh, for 36 years. I am now 46 years old. Imagine having a chronic illness from the age of 10. Uh, the team are wonderful. That's from Lisa in Artane. Couldn't agree with your guests more. I had quite a number of ageing ailments, mostly aches and pains. I started swimming three times a week about two years ago I haven't felt better in 10 years my blood pressure dropped precipitously within months and it's now back to normal that's from Jack and Terenure so there you are take a bow yeah. <laughs> um, finally I should ask you you've got a festival coming up uh, in September yes thank you Pat so we have um, we're having sort of a first in Europe event it's a big event where we'll be hosting about 500 people will be asked to attend um, an all day event on the 9th of September it's a Saturday in TUD, it's new sports centre at which we will celebrate physical activity for people with chronic illness and cancer. And the day will involve participation, some educational aspects, some presentations by participants and non-participants to express their fears and their hopes. Um, and there'll be um, some entertainment and it, we're hoping it'll be a great day. So if anybody's interested they could just go to our website, which is xwell.ie. Xwell.ie. Dr. Noel McCaffrey, founder and CEO of Xwell Medical, which is a social enterprise. Noel, thank you very much for joining us in studio. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.